Um, I'd like to welcome Spencer Club. Um, hi, Spencer. How are you going? Thanks very much. Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Now, Spencer is a incredibly talented photographer um, who is running a pretty unique exhibition at the moment. Um, he's taken beautiful photos all around the country and is doing a fundraiser for Nepal. So, Spencer, can you tell me a little bit about you and photography? How did you get into something like that? Yeah, okay. Um, well, I guess I've always had a camera. So even when I was a kid, I had one when I was about five and would just go on holiday with it and take pretty bad photos of yeah, sure. family and that. Um, but more recently, I spent a lot of time in the outdoors and a lot of tramping and climbing around New Zealand. Got to some pretty amazing places and I thought, you know, I should try and capture some of this and yeah. bring some of it home and sort of show it to other people. So I got a more serious camera and bought a tripod and mm -hmm. started making it part of the, the trips and sort of took it from there, really. And it, it looks like from the photos I saw today at the exhibition, you've been all over the place with your camera. Yeah, I'm, I love New Zealand. I'm actually from the UK, mm -hmm. so one of the reasons I moved here was the, the scenery and the beauty of the place. So I spend a lot of time, a lot of holiday time, travelling down to Fjordland or Mount Aspiring or... Um, over to the west coast and mm -hmm. then at weekends I like to get up to Tongariro and Taranaki and pretty much get to anywhere that's sort of wild and remote and beautiful and yeah just see what the country's got to offer. Really. Yeah and I mean that's the, the joy of New Zealand I guess that um, beautiful outdoors and you're a keen tramper too is that right? Yeah which really helps because you're often carrying quite a few kilos um, you've got a lot of gear with you and being able to stay overnight really makes a difference I like to shoot quite a lot of sunrises and sunsets, and the light's often really magical at that time of day. So yeah, it really helps right. to be able to get out somewhere and, and be sort of fit enough and relaxed enough to do that sort of thing. Um, one of the photos I saw in the exhibition today, and I'm, I'll do a sort of poor attempt to try and describe it um, now, is this beautiful shot of Mount Narahoe, um, and there's an angled slope of the mountain framed with this beautiful moon in, in the background, and it was just sort of this breathtaking photo, and I think um, you've got a wonderful eye there. It's, it's really nice that you're printing these photos as well because I guess a lot of photographers will just look at them on the camera and that'll be the end of them. Is your house full of your work? Um, it's getting that way. I, I think it's quite easy for a photographer just to take photos and put them on Facebook or Flickr, show their friends and consider that the finished article. And that's fine. It's really cool to share it and, and get feedback on the images. But um, there's nothing like printing a photograph and framing it and seeing it sort of out how it should be. And, uh, you know, um, any, piece of, any piece of art looks better if it's displayed properly and even a pretty average photo looks amazing in a frame, so that's probably part of it. Yeah, of um, course. So, but it does it does cost a bit of money to get it framed, and so having an exhibition is um, not something you do all the time. It's quite a commitment. Um, so I've got a few pieces of art at home, but I've never printed and framed this many at one time before. So tell me a little bit about the exhibition. It's um, running at the dock uh, head office at the moment. How did you um, decide to do something like this? I mean, where did you start before you came up with it, the idea? Um, well, I happen to work at dock, so I work at Conservation House, and the ground floor is quite an amazing space. It's like an art gallery and um, quite often you have exhibitors there with a bit of a conservation angle, so they might be painters or photographers or they might be map makers or 
um, write history books on flora and fauna. So um, basically I was encouraged to do the same with my work. Um, so it's a good opportunity to be able to have a space that didn't want to charge a commission. And so I was able to exhibit and also um, not have to put up the prices really high. And the money that I could charge I can put to a good cause rather than just sort of paying a a gallery to sort of run their business. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. And uh, so for you, there's a, you've obviously got a, a real link with Nepal as well. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, that's right. So every um, photograph that sells in the exhibition, I donate all of the profits to the Nepal earthquake appeal. So that's about $200 a, an image. And the idea is that... Um, a lot of, I guess a lot of these events come and go. One day they're on in the news and the next day they're forgotten. And when something happens in a place you've been to that you really care about, um, it sort of stuck with me and I really I wanted to do something about it. And I thought this was an opportunity to kind of um, encourage people to give some money to the appeal and also tie in the fact that Nepal's also a very beautiful country and... Um, the people there are just so friendly and lovely. So you've obviously spent some time there in the past? Yeah, I spent two months there um, trekking in a couple of mountainous regions in Annapurna and Everest and slept in some of the buildings. And, you know, they're not they're not built to code. They're pretty drafty and the people are pretty poor. They haven't got insurance. Mm. And yeah, I could just imagine the you know, how awful it would be and how long and how much effort it's going to take to get their lives back in order. Yeah, of so, course. Um, just the, you, you know, I've never met nicer people than, than the Nepalese people, yeah. And you've, you know, you've got a, a wonderful talent, so it's really nice that you're able to share that and, and help the people there. I think that's, that's pretty special. Oh, thanks. It, it helps shooting in another beautiful country. <laughs> yeah, of course. And so what have people been saying about some of your photos so far? I mean, they're, uh, and I'm just saying this to anyone who's listening, it's really worth popping down just for a, just for a look. I mean, uh, Spencer's photos are, are really stunning. Um, people have been really supportive of the exhibition? Yeah, it's been great. So a lot of my um, workmates have been telling me to give up my day job and... Um, go and do photography and I, I take that as a compliment although perhaps they're referring to my work but um, <laughs> and it's been really nice having members of the public come in and ask to talk to me and um, they've all got their own stories I have a story behind every photo you know why I took it how I took it what was happening and it's nice to be able to share that with people when they buy a piece of art mm. and they've also got um, special significance to certain areas like Taranaki or um, Golden Bay so some of the public will come in and, and see a place that they've been to and perhaps wish they had a memento from and, and um, you know, want to sort of take something home. So yeah, it's really cool. great. Yeah. And you chose Red Cross as the organisation, the charity that your donations will go to, is that right? Yeah, I thought it was um, a charity that everyone would have heard of that was quite well known, but also they had a specific um, Nepal earthquake appeal, so... Sometimes you um, want to know where your money's going when you give to a charity. So it's nice to be able to be concrete about what it was going to be used for. And I also let people pay directly to the Red Cross so they can go online and give their donation and then just send me a receipt for what they've paid. And right, yeah. it sort of makes it quite a good process and they feel good about it as well. Yeah. So yeah. what would be your message for the people in Nepal that... Um, you know you're so so generously helping support how what would you like them to know about what you're doing here 
Um, I guess just to let them know that um, there's a lot of people across the world that have been to Nepal that really um, feel for the situation they're in and really want to help out. And we're we're very lucky to have good, a lot of us to have you know good jobs and insurance and have a support network around us. And organisations like the Red Cross really um, fulfil that role. And so, um, really, just to know that um, everybody really wants to wish them well. And if people are financially well off, then it's an easy way to help out. Um, visiting the country is another thing that I know um, people are being encouraged to do to get back in there and help the tourism going again, uh, or to do some volunteering over there. So. I guess anything that, I guess whatever you feel you can do, it's better than thinking about it and doing nothing, which we often do. You know? Yeah, and I think yeah. that, that sums it up per- perfectly right there. Um, so, Spencer, when does the exhibition run to? Um, so it's on for another five weeks. I think it's about the 3rd of October that it finishes, and um, the Conservation House is open during normal business hours, so if you want to come along and see the exhibition, it's free entry, and it's really open 8am to 5pm, Monday to Friday, so there's a sign outside, just come in, don't worry about the fact that it's an office, the staff on reception are real friendly, and they'll be expecting you and be happy to chat to you, so yeah, Great. come and check it out. Thank yeah. you so much, and thanks so much for coming in, Spencer, it's very inspiring what you've done, um, and it's it's something very special, so congratulations. That's very cool. Thanks, and it's a pleasure to come in and talk to you about it. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Thanks. Cool.